All right, welcome back everyone for another episode of Talk to Tatiana show. And today I have Roz Applebaum with me. Roz, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tatiana. Happy to be so, here. Awesome. So let's get started. Uh, tell us a little bit about where are you in the world, what you do and kind of um, who you are, what you're all about. Sure. Well, I live in Southern Maine near the coast and I am in transition. And that means um, moving from one career to another. I'm launching a coaching business for entrepreneurs who are in recovery, which um, is one of the reasons I really wanted to be on this podcast, because you wrote that great book about um, Dream Bold, Start Smart, which is fabulous. Um, I wish I would have had that 30 years ago when I started my entrepreneurial career, Um I have launched multi-million dollar conference businesses, and at the same time, I got into recovery, which um, resulted in my most profitable year ever. So, so many people hear about people that are recovering from addiction, mental illness, life crisis, trauma, and the connotation can be negative. But I have found that it's so positive because we in recovery are armed with so many wonderful principles of how to live life that we never knew before. I didn't have a blueprint for how to live when I was born. And being in recovery, I kind of learned. So um, I'm combining the experience of being an entrepreneur with being in recovery and one of the things that I think is noteworthy is that in launching these conference businesses, I did that for many years, but I burned out, aka I had a complete emotional collapse. And I rose from the proverbial ashes after several years of being pretty much unemployable and started a dog walking business which became wildly successful with 65 dogs a week. I had people helping me. <laughs> and, wow. um, so that's kind of my story. Um, as a coach, I'm hoping to um, help people break through the things that I had to survive so that they can thrive and build profitable businesses. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that. Um, and so let's kind of um, take you back a little bit to kind of the beginning of your journey. And what I'm curious to know is um, when, let's say, graduated high school, college or whatever, um, what was your journey like? Meaning, when did you start um, your own thing? And what prompted you to do that? And um, how was the journey, meaning just um, talk a little bit, I know you've touched briefly on it, but talk a little bit about how the journey was and how, um, just walk, basically walk us through um, your different businesses and kind of how you've started them and what prompted you and, the, and those kinds of things. Sure. I um, got a degree in English and became a journalist. Um, newspaper reporter. And I started my career writing obituaries. Yay. 
Um, not exactly the most fun assignment, but I got in the door. And that was in the era of Woodward and Bernstein when everybody wanted to be a journalist. You know, that was the Nixon Watergate scandal. And um, I'm dating myself, I know. Um, so I um, was recruited into the conference world, which requires similar skills in the fact that we have to go out, identify hot topics, and create agendas versus creating news stories. Find the movers and shakers, the whole thing. So I was then recruited to launch a brand new conference business in New York City for a major international company. And that's also when I went uh, pretty bonkers in my head and was a little bit crazy, but I, I don't know, something was with me, driving me forward, and I did all the right things and launched the business, then got myself into recovery from addiction and had my most profitable year ever. Um, in fact, we outperformed all the divisions worldwide um, there were 65 divisions and we probably made on the, uh, um, about $12 million, um, over the course of three years for that business. Um, that's when, um, I was in my thirties at that time and the stress and strain really took its toll on me. And I had an emotional collapse and ended up briefly in the hospital, pulled myself together, realizing that I couldn't do an office job. I was pretty much unemployable and decided that my dog and I were walking one day and we saw another person walking a dog and we talked to her and she said, oh yeah, this is my dog walking business. And I'm like, a big light bulb went off. I could do that. So um, I started a dog walking business with absolutely no clue how to do any of the things that you talked about in your book, you know, forming an LLC, you know, setting up payroll, all that stuff was brand spanking new to me at the time. And I did it. And I had five employees and a very successful business. Um, I was the first dog walker in my neighborhood to have a website. Again, I'm dating myself. Um, and from there, I actually recovered my emotional sanity. And it was a wonderful experience. And I was able to get back into the conference business, launch another company designed for the pet industry. So we created conferences for um, companies like um, Purina and PetSmart, although they didn't hire us to do it, we created events that would appeal to them. And from there, I went into um, more conference launching um, in the healthcare sphere. And that's where I am now at the same time as launching my coaching business. And my coaching business has been 
Um, I've had experience in coaching for seven years, but it hasn't been an official business. Most of my work has been on the volunteer side in the recovery community. And everyone told me, Raz, you should do this as a profession. You're, you know, you're so intuitive and you have so many great ideas. And I'm like, well, maybe, but I don't know how to package that. So that's what I'm working on now is getting the message out to the world that I can help. And this is how. Awesome. That's great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, um, um, honestly, um, starting a new business or redefining um, the skill to make it a business. I think it's actually a great journey to to be in. Um, I think many of us, um, at least in college, and that's kind of where what I believe in, that in college and school, we're not taught to be business owners. We're not taught that there's this option of if you don't want to work for somebody else, maybe you can work for yourself and start a business. And so because of that, many people default to going working for somebody else um, or start something because circumstances force them to start a business and then they only work on that one business. But I believe that actually having several businesses is great and building your skills and writing, um, kind of um, noting, I guess, your um, systems, your processes um, as as you progress, as you grow, is important because it will help you maybe start something else on the side, maybe create a passive stream of income or whatever. So that's, that's a great journey to be on. Um, and so um, that's really a great segue for us to, um, to talk about kind of your current business. And what I'm curious about is what do you, what is the transformation that your coaching clients are experiencing or will experience as they work with you Um, So where do they start and where do they kind of um, um, leave as they've worked with you for some time? Well, they start in all different places. Some of them have seeds of ideas for a business. And we have to together explore how we can make that happen. And a lot of times it's basic organizational principles. It's time management. It's to-do lists. It's putting one foot in front of the other and doing the next right thing. Um, It's having support for the idea. Um, Clients um, are in all different spaces of a business development. There's one client I have, for example, who is an art entrepreneur. And she had um, some hesitancy and resistance around certain things that she needed to do on the business side to make her art to reach people with her art. And so we work through um, things that are blocking her. And I ask a lot of questions. I don't profess to have the answers. But most of the time, clients know intuitively what to do. And it's up to me to guide them in that process. 
I can also be a mentor and suggest things, but only if I'm asked. Because I find that people, my clients have better ideas than I do. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I mean, I think we all have the answers to our own challenges and and goals and ideas. And it's it takes a skillful coach to really guide us through that, I think. I totally agree. Um, but it's, it's wonderful to watch the process. Um, my art entrepreneur is in galleries. She's, she's always been in galleries, but she's in more galleries and selling more art and gaining the confidence that this is really a business. And I think there are so many people that I know in my life, not necessarily clients, who have a passion and an interest, but transforming it into something that's commercially viable is the challenge. And that's one of the things that I do and I help with and I guide with that process. It's the um, obviously believing in yourself and believing in what if, whether whether it's a product or a service is important. Um, and not everybody has that faith. Um, and I can't instill that faith. You either have it or you don't. But you can start to believe more in yourself and your abilities. I agree. Absolutely. Awesome. So um, you guide people through that in your coaching and you're now working on kind of packaging that into, um, into an actual offering as opposed to just, you know, um, basically saying, you know, work with me, right? Right, right. Um, my challenge is that people in recovery don't raise a flag, especially if they're in business saying I'm in recovery. I have to work on finding them and letting them know that I'm available. And I met with a social media expert yesterday and was completely overwhelmed. It's like, oh my God, I have to do all of this? And I'm not sure that's the best approach for what I'm doing. One of the things that I'm doing is um, I'm writing an article for a magazine that specializes in recovery here in Maine called Journey. And it's um, a wonderful publication for um, that, that is designed to promote awareness of life after recovery, all the experience, strength, and hope, not the negativity that we see in the press so much. And it aligns with my mission, vision, and values so perfectly that I'm so delighted to be able to do that. That's, that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, and actually talk a little bit about that business that you've built, the recovery business. What would that, what was that business like? And what was the transformation that people experienced going through the process? Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure what you're asking my recovery business. Remember you mentioned that you started a recovery business. Um, a uh, while no, ago? I, I, I started, um, a conference business right okay. when i at the same time as getting into oh, recovery i see okay right. that makes sorry sense. um it is a little confusing it happened simultaneously which is really kind of bizarre um 
but it worked. It worked. It, uh, I, I attribute to putting down the addictive substances to my ability to function and make a living and make a profitable business. Cool. Uh, that's awesome. Um, and, you know, um, that's really great that you were able to do both at the same time and be successful in it. That's really awesome. Thing that it's not, not many people can say that they could do that and do it successfully and do it for a long time. And so, um, so that's really awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that. Um, sure. All right. sure. So, yeah, that was 30 years ago. I can't even believe it. So talk a little bit about your, um, kind of, if you could go back and talk to your younger self as you were starting your first business, what would be the one or two things that you would tell yourself if you could, you know, talk to, to your younger self? Oh, that's a good one. I would 100% say trust in your intuition, trust in your higher power, have faith in yourself and the universe that everything is going to work out exactly as it's supposed to. Um, I was so full of fear, doubt, and insecurity, and that is not helpful when you're trying to move forward. It's immobilizing. And I don't know how I got through it, but I'm, I have strong genes, I think, from my mom and dad, <laughs> and um, went through that, but it was such a struggle, and it doesn't have to be. Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice. Uh, and thank you so much for sharing it. Um, and if someone is listening who uh, maybe finds themselves wanting to start a business or wanting to do something, pursue something that they really wanted, or they feel that they could do well and enjoy, um, what would be the advice as a coach, what would be the advice that you could give them um, to maybe even more than advice, maybe even a um, first step, what would be the first step that they could walk away with, you know, from listening to this episode um, and say, okay, I can do that. Well, presuming they have an idea for a business, um, selling widgets, first I would say, look at the competition without fear, learn from the competition, who's doing what and where, and who's doing it successfully, who's not doing it successfully. Um, define your target audience. Who are they? Where do they live? What do they have for breakfast? As much as you can find out. Then start making a lot of lists of things that you can do today, tomorrow, and next week. Um, that's the basis of your action plan. Um, create a vision, mission, and vision statement so that you can always go back to that and know, hey, this is why I started this business. It's to serve these people in this capacity with this product or service. And Set up a strong back office, set up a strong organizational system, but that comes later. It's really research and development. 
you get that foundation and you're ready to fly. Awesome. Love it. Um, and I love that you've kind of um, slightly touched on the building the strong back office. I um, just recently I've been thinking, you know, I've actually a couple of months ago, I've hired someone who's very senior for, for my business. And um, at first, you know, it was a little scary. It was a pretty large salary um, to, to absorb. And, uh, but the person was very senior and I've known him for, for a while. And, you know, so I've had a little bit of a reservation whether it was the right time. And what I've noticed is that people usually say, you know, hire before you're ready, but nobody says how to determine that point, the before you're ready. And so I think that it's important to keep that in mind, as you just shared, back office is very important. And sometimes you need to take a leap of faith, especially if the right person comes along, leap of faith and hire someone to support you. Otherwise, it's going to be very hard for you to move forward. And sometimes it happens sort of for you in the sense that um, sometimes the stars align so that the right person comes around when you don't know that you're ready yet. So I really like that. One of the other keys I have found is ask for help. Talk big and loud about your ideas to whoever will listen to you. Because I have found help in the oddest places. Walking on the beach in the morning, I mentioned my new business to someone and she said, oh, I know someone that could use your services. It, you just never know. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that. All right, um, Roz, uh, thanks so much for being a great guest and sharing your journey, um, sharing your vulnerable journey. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't easy for you to talk about your journey, but it's it's been a while, so I hope that it was fairly easy for you or easier for you to talk about it and being open about it. And that's really cool because I'm sure that there are a lot of people who go through similar experience, but they never talk about it um, at all. And so um, I'm very grateful to, to have you on this on this podcast today. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. It was wonderful. Thanks so much, Roz. And everybody, um, check out uh, our episodes, our earlier episodes of this podcast, Talk to Tatiana. And this video will also be available on YouTube. And you can connect with Roz um, and find out more about her um, coaching business. In the show notes, you'll get the connection links and her website. And the same as on the YouTube channel, you will see those notes below this video.